Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ethos Lakers podcast over at sportsethos.com. I am your host for this solo edition of the December 17th Ethos Lakers pod, J.C. DeLeon, and there is a lot for us to go over. Even though Ethan did grace us with a solo episode last night, I believe he went over the start of what was a pretty league-wide COVID breakout, and there was more players added today, including Lakers' very own Austin Reeves. However, there were some players who tested out of protocols and were were activated and then somehow put back into protocols. It was a very weird and wishy-washy situation with the Lakers roster tonight, not to mention other teams in the league that are dealing with this this pandemic. And as a result, the Lakers made what could be construed a, maybe a desperate move, maybe an obvious move, depending on how you really look at it. Isaiah Thomas, in his G League debut, went off for 42 points for the Denver Nuggets uh, G League team. The name escapes me at the moment. And less than 24 hours later, he's a Laker again. And, yeah, some people are excited to see him back. I'm definitely excited to see him back. Uh, Going into tonight's game, was anxious to see how how he was going to play. Was pretty much guaranteed some playing time due to the depleted roster that the Lakers had tonight. The Lakers went into the game versus the Minnesota Timberwolves without. And keep in mind, this is maybe the healthiest, as far as physically, the Lakers have been all season. When you look at the players who were unavailable tonight due to co- due to health and safety protocols, the, the total list of inactive players is all healthy players, with the exception of Kendrick Nunn. You have Taylor Horton Tucker, healthy, but, but health and safety protocols. Malik Monk. I mentioned some players tested out and were activated. Malik Monk actually tested out and was activated for tonight's game and then subsequently was put back into health and safety protocols. Haven't seen that yet this season, but it wouldn't be a weird thing with COVID if it weren't the Lakers. So Malik Monk in, then out again. Uh, Kendrick Nunn probably wasn't going to be available tonight anyways, even in, in an emergency situation. He's not quite ready yet, but he... Uh, was placed in health and safety protocols. Our our dear boy, Austin Reeves, superstar of the last last game with the game-winning shot in Dallas, uh, late scratch this afternoon, tested positive for COVID. Uh, Avery Bradley, Dwight Howard, also health and safety protocols. So that is one, two, three, four, five active guys who get a decent amount of playing time for this team. Dwight Howard from night to night. His minutes fluctuate, but Talon, Malik, Avery Bradley's a starter. Austin Reeves gets a lot of minutes. None of those guys are available tonight. And so the Lakers started a lineup with Kent Bazemore, already not great, Wayne Ellington, better off the bench, and then the usual LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook. Also getting minutes tonight, you have Shondi Brown Jr., Jay Huff, Trevor Ariza was activated and in uniform, but he was a breaking break in case of emergency glass, uh, you know, player. If there were some injuries, if there were a lot of injuries tonight, and there were, just brace yourself. We'll talk about them here in a minute. Um, and then Isaiah Thomas. So let's talk about Isaiah Thomas. Whether or not he's going to end up working out for this team, I feel like remains to be seen. 
And it's not because I didn't think he was able to contribute before, and it's not that I don't think he's able to contribute now. It's that I think once Kendrick Nunn is available, now the Lakers are in a position to, let's say Isaiah Thomas balls out and plays great, which he played pretty good tonight. The Lakers are in a position then, I think, to be able to trade Kendrick Nunn. If they can flip him and maybe a package of DeAndre Jordan into something at the trading deadline, not saying they will, but that's something that I think is a possibility based on how Isaiah played tonight. So Isaiah, off the bench, uh, shot 5 for 12, scored 19 points off the bench, was only a minus 1 in... What well, was a pretty disastrous game for the for the Los Angeles Lakers? Should mention, haven't even gone over the score of the game. The Lakers lost by 18 to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Carl Anthony Towns was out of his mind, emotional, playing great. 28 points for him. Patrick Beverly, annoying as usual, put up nine points, but he also grabbed nine rebounds, seven assists. He annoyed the hell out of everyone. D'Angelo Russell. Played great, as he tends to do versus the Lakers. I know he didn't feel great about how he left the Lakers the first time, and it seems like he plays pretty great every time he sees that uniform. So, back to Isaiah Thomas. So, Isaiah Thomas shot 5 for 12, scored 19 points, 7 for 9 free throws. So, the typical Isaiah Thomas game is him driving, shooting layups, getting fouled, shooting free throws, always falling to the ground. That's kind of what his game is. little guy, that's what he does. So he right off the bat, he came aggressive. Came off the screen, went and attempted a layup, got fouled, two free throws off the bat. Put up six threes, made two of them. Now, there were a lot of things that, are, that weren't his fault. He needs to be put in a position, if he's going to stay with this team, he needs to be schemed defensively. He's going to be a defensive liability at some point. He, For this Laker team, he needs to play short-minute bursts, and just be instant offense off the bench, which is what he was. He just played a few too many minutes. And not only did he play a few too many minutes, there were times tonight when LeBron James is out there with a roster on the court. <laughs> with LeBron, it was LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Rajon Rondo. You already know Rajon Rondo and Russell Westbrook on the court at the same time just doesn't work. We know this. Tonight... Lakers didn't have much of a choice. So in addition to LeBron, Russell, and Rondo, and Isaiah Thomas. So you have LeBron James playing out there with three small guards. Two, well, two pretty large guards, and then Isaiah Thomas, who's a tiny person. Uh, and then the fifth person was either, either at one point, is Anthony Davis, which isn't bad. Or and then it was Carmelo Anthony. And so LeBron James is the biggest person on that lineup going up against Carl Anthony Towns, and it just didn't work. Didn't work at all. Carl, Carl Anthony Towns went off. Anything he wanted to do, he did. He just completely destroyed the Lakers tonight. It should be noted that I feel like the Lakers could have made it a more competitive game. LeBron just really wasn't engaged. He's had an amazing last nine games. And I feel like 
with a depleted roster tonight. Yeah, I think I think he was due for an off game. I was kind of riding him pretty hard on Twitter, and our, our very own Dan Bespris kind of responded to me and been like, hey, he deserves a game like this every now and then. I feel like his teammates could have stepped up more. Anthony Davis has kind of been a problem all season. His lack of production for how good he can be. And let's go ahead and talk about Anthony Davis right now. So while I first mentioned Isaiah Thomas is the big news of the night, what's going to end up being the big news of the night, and we won't know probably until tomorrow afternoon, second quarter Anthony Davis goes down with with a pull rolled right ankle. He rolled it pretty good. Richard Jefferson made an excellent point about, you know, people concerned about Anthony Davis's durability. Getting your ankle rolled like that is going to take out anybody, no matter who you are in this league. He rolled his ankle pretty good, and then he was out. In the, he was back in the game. Then uh, Troy McDaniels kind of flopped into Anthony Davis's left knee, which is the knee that that's been giving him soreness problems all season, and it did not look good. His knee buckled backwards. AD immediately fell down in pain. He limped off the court. I think. I think he thought he was away from cameras. I, I feel like as soon as he realized, as soon as he felt like he was away from camera view, he just kind of collapsed. And it, it just did not look good. My cat agrees that it looked terrible. So, you know, we don't know how how long or you know, if or when AD will be back. They said it was a knee bruise. I'm sure we'll get looked at tomorrow and we'll get a more official diagnosis tomorrow. I feel like by now, if people were concerned about it being a more serious knee injury, we'd have at least heard those rumblings by now, which we haven't yet. And LeBron James, like I said, he played pretty terribly. Minus 11 on the night, only scored 18, didn't score his 10th point until midway, almost midway through the 4th. Did get 10 rebounds, only got 5 assists, but he just did not look engaged. Put up 13 shots, but had only made had only made two baskets between the first quarter and the fourth quarter. And ended up making five baskets for the night. And if LeBron's going to make five baskets for the night, it's just not that's just not going to work, you know. LeBron made five baskets, Isaiah Thomas made five back, baskets. That's simply not going to cut it. We're going to take a quick break, and I'm going to tell you about Ethos Fantasy BK. Listeners, please take a moment to follow at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. That's Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. The single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on Earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides way more analysis, too. Again, that's at Ethos Fantasy BK on Twitter. Follow now. And we're back. Thank you, me, for telling us about Ethos Fantasy BK. So I was telling Dan Bespris on Twitter that I think for the next two weeks it's going to be really hard to evaluate players and teams all across the league because from almost seemingly one day to the next, 35 to almost 50 NBA players have been placed into health and safety protocols. 
some names that aren't that significant and a lot of names that are like James, like James Harden, for example. And so it seems as though nearly every team has a couple of players on the protocols. The Bulls and the Sacramento Kings have nearly had their entire teams wiped out due to health and safety protocols. And, you know, even uh, the Brooklyn Nets are, the Lakers made a desperate move. The Brooklyn Nets made what people seem are calling a desperate move. The Brooklyn Nets are allowing Kyrie Irving to return back to the team as a part-time player, which they said they would not allow him to do. And it seemed like his teammates didn't want him to do, to be a part-time player only available on road games. But he'll be able to practice with the team as the state of New York has deemed the practice practice facility a private office, which it kind of is. But Kyrie will not be allowed to play uh, on home games in Brooklyn. Uh, he won't be able to play versus the Knicks. He won't be able to play versus Toronto. Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know what other cities have vaccination protocols like that but with the way omicron is spreading not only in the nba but in the nfl and the nhl i gotta believe more stringent protocols are coming and so it remains to be seen how much Kyrie is really going to be able to play and so yeah the lakers had a really terrible loss tonight the biggest thing with them has been the same thing all season. It's lack of urgency. And you could say it starts with LeBron. They've been playing really well lately, aside from tonight's game. And part of that has been because LeBron has been playing out of his mind great, which he was not tonight. And neither was the rest of the team. So it's really hard to take a, take a good look at where this team stands right now. I think the addition of Isaiah Thomas adds an interesting wrinkle. I'm not expecting a lot out of him defensively. Not at all. Although he did have a couple of nice defensive plays tonight. You wonder how much LeBron is really maybe going to embrace playing with Isaiah Thomas. There wasn't a lot to gauge on tonight. I know they've been teammates in Cleveland before. and Some people didn't think that worked out great. It, and it probably didn't. But even after that, when people thought LeBron did Isaiah Thomas dirty by essentially maybe behind the scenes forcing a trade of, of, of Isaiah Thomas to the Lakers, maybe Isaiah Thomas would have held you know, some animosity towards LeBron, but he's always shown love towards LeBron on Instagram. They've always seemed to respect each other. And I've talked about this before with Isaiah Thomas. I've heard him on podcasts, and I've heard him talk about why his injury affected him so much before, why he wasn't able to come back from it, and why he's able to come back now, and why he's 100% pain-free now. And yeah, 19 points in 22 minutes off the bench, only three or four minutes of that was in garbage time. I think, he's, I think Isaiah Thomas can definitely be a spark for this team offensively. But I'm glad he played well tonight. I'm glad he's here. I was excited about the prospect of him coming here before Rondo was bought out. And Rondo was definitely the right move. Rondo tonight, essentially, despite the fact that he had a pretty bad plus-minus, Rondo played 22 minutes, put up 8 assists, 5 rebounds, only scored 3 points, but 
Yeah, I think Rondo played pretty well tonight. This was just a weird game. Weird game for the Lakers. Weird day for the NBA. But a good time to tell you about ThriveFantasy.com. Hey, guys. We have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you sign up to get a 100% discount match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on their biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit and the players with the most points win win a share of the nightly prize money. Check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. Once again, thank you, me, for telling us about thrivefantasy.com. So where do we go from here? Well, in this show, we go to where we usually go at this point in a new episode, is we look ahead to the future. And... You know, we currently look at the Lakers' schedule. They've got a big road game against Chicago coming up. And so, and that one's going to be this Sunday. And what's going to be interesting about that game is in this world of the Omicron Omicron variant and how quickly players are placed in and out of the health health and safety protocols, the Chicago Bulls are extremely shorthanded. But shorthanded as they are, they do still have Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, Lonzo Ball, and Alex Caruso. So their main core is actually okay. They just don't have very many players beyond that. So it remains to be seen what kind of matchup that's going to look at look like right now. In theory, assuming LeBron is more engaged... Definitely not saying it should be an easy win for the Lakers. But it should be a more competitive game than maybe people might think with the Bulls being shorthanded. Then on Tuesday, December 21st, they play the Suns at home. Then they play the Spurs at home. And then there's the big Christmas game against Brooklyn. And that may very well be one of the first times that we see Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving on the court together this season. Don't know if James Harden will be back off of the health and safety protocols by that point. He may very well not. But it'll be a great game, as Christmas games usually are. And let's take a look at where the Lakers are in the standings. So after tonight's game... The Lakers currently sit in the sixth spot at 16 and 14. There's still a little bit, a little bit of a log jam in the Western Conference between five and nine. So at the five seat are the Clippers at 16 and 13. Lakers at 16 and 14 in the sixth seed. You've got Denver at 15 and 14 in the seven. Dallas at an even 14 and 14, and Minnesota at 14 and 15. So, yeah, a little bit of a logjam there. The Lakers are also, I mean, from four to five is 19 wins versus 16 wins. And so there's definitely some ground to be made up there. Memphis is without John Morant right now. I don't know when he comes back, but they've still been playing really well without John Morant. That coach 
whose name escapes me at the moment, should definitely be up for Coach of the Year because I did not see Memphis being a four seed this late in the season. Uh, Utah is consistently great, as they always have been. Phoenix and Golden State are continuing to kill it at one and two. Over on the Eastern Conference, Brooklyn seems to have finally gotten it together at 21-9. Kevin Durant is playing out of his mind. The Bulls are number two in the East at 17-10, but they are a little depleted right now. They've had one of their games postponed and remains to be seen when that game is going to be made up. Milwaukee seems to have gotten it together after their slow start at 19-12. Speaking of surprise four seeds, Cleveland. Been absolutely killing it. Cleveland, Ricky Rubio's been playing really great. Darius Garland, who had the Lakers not traded for Anthony Davis, could have... Whatever. <laughs> Darius Garland's been playing great. Miami's fallen. They started that. They started the season out really great, and they just continuing to, continuing to descend, continuing to descend. Charlotte is a little bit of a surprise at the sixth seed. Washington... Definitely a surprise at 15 and 15. Philadelphia in the eighth seed. Also, definitely a surprise. Did not expect to see them that low. Atlanta and Boston round out the bottom of your Western Conference. Um, Eastern, Con- or Eastern Conference, I should say. Eastern Conference, highly competitive. Raptors have always been a good team. They're out of the playoff hunt. Knicks have always been, a- Knicks were on the come up, it seemed. At 13 and 16, they are out of the playoff race at the moment. The Indiana Pacers have already declared that they're in a rebuild and they're going to let some of their players go. And they're at 13 and 18, so they've already essentially given up on their season. And, you know, with the trading deadline coming up, who knows what will happen. It's all really kind of up in the air. With COVID, we don't really know what's going to happen or, you know, Anything (laughs) that's so crazy in the league right now with all these health and safety protocols, who's going to be in, who's going to be out from day to day, hour by hour, it changes. You want to follow guys like Shams, Sharania, Woj at ESPN for up to the minute who gets added to this health and safety protocols and who doesn't. You definitely want to be following Ethos Fantasy BK if you want to get fantasy advice with all of these, you know, late scratches. I'm sure they have the best adjustments to be making. But one thing that is always certain is that you can use the coupon code HOOPBALL20. Yes, that is our old name, but the coupon code is the same. HOOPBALL20 at manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping. And also check out our pals at mybookie.ag. Use code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. And with that being said, you can also follow me on Twitter at jcdeleon1. You can follow Ethan on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. Follow our show at Ethos Lakers. It's E-T-H-O-S Lakers on Twitter. And until next time, we are out.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.